and welcome to the Gone But Not Forgotten podcast. I'm Audrey Cornell. And I'm Louise Coleman. And today we are going to be doing a 2022 wrap-up and talk about our top five most watched directors, our most watched actors, and then do some superlatives and questions that our followers sent in. So we'll start with our fifth most watched director. Okay. Technically, he is actually my fourth tied. <laughs> They've all got low numbers as well. They're not. So I'm just going with what Letterboxd has put. I don't know why they put him fifth, but it's Matt Reeves. Oh, okay. Three films. <laughs> so poor. <laughs> with directors, do you really gravitate towards them or are you just like accidentally watch it's their like, films? Yeah, like, it's accidentally. Yeah. yeah, no. Especially with Matt Reeves, I was like, I knew he directed Batman. I didn't know he directed Cloverfield because I, I used to love that film, but it was a bit of a letdown this year. Oh. And I, yeah, I just watched Let Me In for certain actor. My number five is Sidney Pollock with five. Nice. I think it's because he did some of the Natalie Wood ones. Yes. And some Jane Fonda movies. Do you want to pick our first superlative? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Should we do the weirdest? Because there's only one I've got one for. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. What was your weirdest film, Audrey? <laughs> the Werewolf of Washington. Okay. Is about a guy who gets bitten by a werewolf and then he's a, a presidential advisor. And he, it's basically just how he like struggles to like fit in. Uh, and he keeps killing people in the night. And I don't know if he's like aware when he is a werewolf. Okay. Is this modern? No, it was in the 70s. Or, oh, so 70. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like extremely low budget and the practical effects are terrible. It's so campy, but I really liked it. I think it's really fun. <laughs> I love, is it meant to but, be a comedy? Is it a comedy? Or is it- I think they were trying to go for satire, like political satire, and it works. Because the president character, I think it's supposed to be like Nixon because it... The movie came out like right after Watergate. So I think they were trying to say something about that. And uh, Dean Stockwell plays the main character. No, of course he does. <laughs> yeah, I can see it perfectly. Well, what about my blackouts? And my scar? And my finger? And what about those shoes? I think you're in trouble, Jack, but not the kind of trouble you think you have. What about my seeing the sign of the pentagram? Well, sometimes we see our conflicts in terms of political symbols. What's politics got to do with this? Well, what does the Pentagon have to do with it? The Pentagon, yeah, gentlemen. The five-pointed star. We're going to dinner now. Topic. Topic. Could, Could you come to the bathroom with me? Later, sir. That came out before American Werewolf, so can we just say maybe it set yeah. the trend? I think it did. I don't know. <laughs> Werewolf of Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Very good answer. So I went with, and this is really tricky because I actually, like, a lot of them I put multiple ones on just because I have a placeholder. But this one is the only film that stood out to me as the weirdest. And I really loved this film. It was a brilliant film. But I went with Titan because uh, she does it with a car. Like, <laughs> where else are you going to get that? <laughs> oh, boy. And then she gets pregnant as well. And then she breaks her nose on a sink. And oh my God, it's just oh insane. <laughs> Does she get pregnant with the car? Yeah, because of the plot. She has to pretend to be this boy because she's on the run. And then she like keeps coursing up her bump. 
and I hate pregnancy horror or original sex. But just seeing her having to course it off, like tape it like a binder in a way. Oh my god, it made me feel ill. Yeah. <laughs> but also love the film. Like I love the film. <laughs> These are things like I watched it on my own in the cinema, and they were like <laughs> couples around me. Oh god, that's awkward. <laughs> Why is she doing it on her own watching this film? And I loved it, but that was the first thought that came to mind. Oh yeah, that was definitely the weirdest film. <laughs> I'm scared to even look up stuff about that movie. <laughs> it's very good. I do recommend it. I am female director. Uh, oh, um, nice. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to actually stop eating my popcorn throughout a bit of it because like, I can't, can't eat this and watch this. <laughs> I wow, you're brave. I really wanted to watch it just to see what like all the hype was about, and it is very good. But yeah, yeah. just I don't think I'm gonna see a film like that again. No one will ever make that. <laughs> So are you more into disturbing weird than because I feel like mine were more like campy weird. Yes. And I you... just there's like a difference, I feel like yeah. different ranges of weird. Even when we watched Trixie yesterday, you liked that a lot more. And I think that was your weird that you liked. Does that make sense? Yeah. It is it is actually yeah. <laughs> it is. When I watch a film and if it makes me go, Oh, that was weird, I think it is more when it's yeah, disturbing. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. It's, I can't really stand stuff like that. It just, it makes me want to throw up. And I'm like, I don't want to feel that way when I'm watching a movie. No, you should be having fun in it. Should we do our four, yeah. <laughs> number four I'm, director? Once again, he is tied with Matt Reeve with Frey. And it's Louis Bunuel, who Ooh, is like okay. my mortal enemy. I hate oh. his films. <laughs> <laughs> I hate his films so much. But he has so many that are on the 1001 movies list. Oh. Yeah, I don't like him. But he did do Belle du Jour, which I might mention a bit later. But okay. um, I love that film. So, Why do you not like him? Oh, Is he like a bad a person? Of, no, he's um, very surreal films. Oh, okay. Because he did a lot with Dali. And I think they broke up yeah. as like friends. <laughs> but they like Aww. made really weird silent films in the 20s. Oh, I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> it's the one where you have you seen like the picture and she, they cut her eye. It's like a cut Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His films are just weird. But thankfully, like they're all really short and they're all on YouTube. So I just watch them at like 10 speed. <laughs> Does that count as watching? Maybe not. <laughs> but oh, I couldn't go through it again. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> but no, yeah, he gets a pass of Elder Jor, but that's it. Okay. I'll take one. Yeah. Especially if it's like your favorite. Yes. So number four, I have Michael Curtiz with six oh, movies so yes, yeah yeah classic I think he has a very good range of good variety of and he usually worked with actors I liked so yeah. that's most likely why he's up there but yeah I oh, like wicked. it so this is just a joint question I guess but oh. what was the most popular movie you watched this or last year and the most obscure cool so the most popular was the Batman with Robert Pattinson the Matt Reeves one as well so mm. I mentioned him twice now <laughs> <laughs> and that's got 1.46 million oh wow that's okay insane. that's why it's one of those and that like just came out right yeah that's amazing that's oh crazy. my god I love I thought it was very good I really liked it <laughs> but it was a for ages it was my number one of 22 but then Chacha Will Smooth took over but yeah very good film and I love Robert Pattinson <laughs> And then my most obscure 
is a very different film, but it is. I'm just bringing up how many of us. It's Blackwell's Island. Oh, <laughs> see, we have to mention him. We have yeah, to. we do. And are you ready for this? So it's 1.46 million for the Batman. <laughs> 144. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm on the... I, oh, yeah, I still am on the front page. Are you the top one on there? Third. The first one. Third. Okay. Third. That's third. Good. And I'm the third on the Mia and Roman film as well. Nice. But you're, you're one on that. I'm... On well, one. yeah. <laughs> My crowning achievement is that I'm the first review on Royal Deceit. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I love it so much. Which is, oh yeah, not God. really that great. Whatever, I'll take it. You'll take People it, you'll take appreciated it. it, so <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> My most popular, I rewatched La La Land this year, or last year. It was like beginning of January, I think. Yeah, can we say, when we say last year or this year, we will always mean 2022 in it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like really hard. I always, it's hard to adjust at the beginning of a yeah. new year. So you guys get us. Yeah. You'll know. They'll know. Yeah. But it had 1.5 million. And I honestly was Ooh. surprised. I thought it would be The Godfather. I would have thought that would be higher oh, than Actually. I yeah. I was really surprised, actually. <laughs> That's very interesting. La Land deserves. But... It does. I would much rather it be than The Godfather. Do you like La La Land? Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) Five stars. Yeah, I give it five stars. Oh, beautiful. I love that. And then my most obscure is who was Lee Harvey Oswald, which is like the PBS documentary I watched. Oh, my God, yes. I love it. And it only is 50 logs. 50. Yeah. No one wants to know who Lee Harvey Oswald is. Nope. This generation. But when I wrote it down first, it had 48. So two more people watched it. Nice. <laughs> they wanted to watch it over like the Christmas break. Yeah. <laughs> Treat themselves. Yes. But I just thought that was funny. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. I don't know. If you don't know anything about him, then I would recommend it. But... Like a good starter one. Yeah. Third director. Third director. So my top three are all, they all have the same films. Oh. The same amount. <laughs> okay, I was like, they're all co <laughs> They're all the same person. <laughs> so I was like, it's aliases. Oh. So I've got Edgar Wright, my number third, because I rewatched the Cornetto Trilogy, which is like the best thing in cinema. I love the Cornetto <laughs> Trilogy. And I wanted to watch it because there's an actor in it. <laughs> I it all the time, but I've actually got two things to say about it here. But it's the person on my profile picture on Netflix. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I had to watch that. And then I watched Last Night in Soho as well, which was oh, rubbish. Oh my God, I hated rubbish. that movie. Oh, thank God. Yes. Yeah. See, I should not be disappointed. Like, rubbish film. I don't get the love. I thought it was terrible. No. Doesn't know how to write young women. Nope. Rubbish. Yeah. Oh, I hate that film. Yeah. But I like Edgar Wright. I love him as a director. I like Scott Pilgrim. I like Baby Driver. And I like, like Hot Fuzz and stuff. But yeah, that film was a bust. It's good to know you like his work otherwise. Yes. Can't all be winners. No, exactly. He can take a dud in his career in it. Yeah. 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 My number three is um, Elia Kazan with Seven. Nice. So I think I'm going to try to make 
my way through all of his films because I've seen most of them already. I think I only have yeah. three left or something. Oh, nice. But yeah, I still wouldn't say I'm a fan though. <laughs> I, it's I it's a complicated so relationship. Yeah. yeah, these are classics. Like you. Yeah, it's good to say you've watched them at least. I like the idea of going through all of his stuff because people don't normally talk about him a lot. No, I feel like they know of probably on the waterfront. And streetcar. Let's go for something that's quick then. Yeah. Best regular soundtrack? Yeah, sure. That sounds yeah. good. I went with Jackie Brown because it's a lot of soul songs. It's, it fits the theme of the film perfectly. The main song is Across 110th Street. And I just love that song. It's like up there in one of my faves. Like I just, I think it's brilliant. And I just think Tarantino got the whole story down to a T with the songs he picks yeah. in the soundtrack. It's excellent. It's really, really, really good. And I love stuff like that. Like it's, yeah. I love that sort of genre. So it, it really worked for me. Good. And I love songs in films. Um, but for Survivor for me, I couldn't recall anyone else but that film. That must mean it's really good then if it like stuck out to you that much. Yeah. I think it's important for me to have a soundtrack that is a character in the film. Because I just, I don't know. I really like music. So it's, I like to be able to tie visuals with sound that makes sense but yeah that makes 100 sense (laughs) what was your one i'm intrigued oh yeah i have a i have two so one of them is over the edge which is one of my favorite movies and it has a very good like 70s classic rock soundtrack and i just think it fits the themes of the movie so well like the teenage rebellion nice (laughs) i love that yeah and then the other one i have is this movie from 1990 called Coupe de Ville and it's set in the 60s so it has a lot it's all 60s songs and I've really been getting into those recently or that kind of music recently so yeah and it was a road trip movie and so they could put in a lot of songs and it helped tell the story as well so I thought I really liked that and yeah and that's perfect to get into that genre as then you found out this film so that, yeah. that worked well yeah. and I they also picked like some different songs because I feel like a lot of movies that are set in like the 50s and 60s they all pick the ones that everyone already knows yeah and they're not bad songs but I just think it gets a bit tiring yeah so now we're at number two number two I got Alfred Hitchcock for this one. Oh, okay. Classic. This was, it, it is not, it is really just because he's on, because so many films on the movies list. But yeah, some rewatches as well, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it's only four still. Oh, okay. oh I'm really slacking with my director. Oh. <laughs> but I like his films. I know it's bad. I just, I love him as a director. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I'm a bit worried though because all time stats, he's tied with Almodovar and I want Almodovar to be number one. <laughs> It hurts. Have you seen all of his yet? No, no, yeah, okay. no not yet. I got, Maybe I you could. Up. Yeah. yeah. So my number two, and this is only because we watched all this Elvis movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's Norman Torog with eight films. So nice. I'm not too happy about it. Yeah. It's too so happy about that, but I don't know. He did some of the Elvis movies that I do. Yeah, the Blue Hawaii. I think he did it happen at the World's Fair, but I'm not positive about that. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it my turn to pick a question? Okay, so since we did best like regular soundtrack, let's do best musical soundtrack. Very nice. I like that a lot. I did. I only watched what I didn't count all the Elvis films. I can't. (laughs) I actually technically really only watched three musicals this year. That can't be right. I probably didn't. Oh, wow. Because there's only the two I've only wrote down. Maybe it's just because I like the soundtrack. I put Encanto and Singing in the Rain, and I'm gonna oh. go with Singing in the Rain because you can't. If you're betting against that, what are you doing? Like <laughs> the best film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and I like make him laugh, and I like the Good Morning <laughs> song. So yeah, I just I love that film. Nice. I think I watched a movie that came out before Singing in the Rain that I learned that Make Him Laugh was like. They ripped off, I guess it's not a rip off because it's still Gene Kelly because I think it was a Gene Kelly movie. But one of the songs they had in that earlier film was like exactly the same. They just changed the lyrics. Oh, wow. Okay. And it may have been The Pirate. I thought that was really weird that they just like basically stole the song and more people seen singing in the rain. But yeah, it's a fun song. Very like catchy melody. So. I just think it's brilliant what he does in there. Come on now, snap out of it. You can't let a little thing like this get you down. Why, you're Donald Lockwood, aren't you? And Donald Lockwood's an actor, isn't he? But what's the first thing an actor learns? The show must go on. Come rain, come shine, come snow, come sleet. The show must go on. Like, you're not going to get up to do a backflip off the wall. It's just, oh. <laughs> but I even like Gene singing, singing in the rain. Yeah. Very nice. I have two... So one of them is Teen Beach Movie, which is one of my favorite musicals. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I never watched it because I never watched Austin and Ali. I was off that cutoff. That's when I stopped watching Disney Channel. It's, I think it's really good just as a movie, not even just as a Disney Channel movie. I had so much fun. They replicate that 60s sound because oh it's God. set in the 60s. And I, when <laughs> I rewatched it, I remembered all the words to all the songs, even though it, I've been like years since I watched it. And so I, that made me really happy because, yeah, I love, I really love the movie. Oh, that's so, brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then that, this is like, much different but the other one I had is the best little whorehouse in Texas nice it's Dolly in it <laughs> yes I liked it a lot and of course yeah you got Dolly who's always awesome and it was it's about prostitutes but then it like really humanizes them and makes yeah. them real characters not like people to be made fun of and I just really appreciated that especially in the time it was made so I would recommend yeah I liked it oh lovely <laughs> great title as well yeah oh and then Burt Reynolds is like the sheriff and oh, really? so it's like unexpected duo yeah but they work really well together nice <laughs> cute favorite song yeah. from it go oh I think it would probably be a hard candy Christmas I really like that song oh wicked so you're number one number one and he's actually been mentioned by you in- uh. Norman Tobog, <laughs> yeah, and now not because he's on the movies list, but yeah, because of the Elvis books. Yeah. <laughs> How many so, did you have? I had four for that. Oh, okay. My nice. top three were all the same. I feel like everyone probably has one director that they don't want on their, their yeah, staff. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, Norman. Norman. All of yours <laughs> is like white dead men. Because mm-hmm. my top two, Norman and Alfred, are both white old men. <laughs> 
have a theme running. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Sophia Coppola was on mine at one point, but I guess she got bumped off. She's on mine. Ooh, nice. Just two films. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I think I had her at three, and so she just missed the cutoff. Oh, no. You should have watched some more. You should have. My number one, we talked about him a little bit in the John Garfield episode, but it's John Huston. Nice. Um, and I yeah. have eight. I watched eight as well. So. Eight John Huston films. Oh, you're a soldier. <laughs> yeah, I like... um. He's kind of like Kazan for me, where I really like a couple of them, and then I just don't really care about the other ones. Yeah. But he just directed so many films. I guess I just ended up watching them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. He Oh, he's on mine as well. He's on the bottom, but with two. Oh. <laughs> Shall we talk about best romantic duo? <laughs> sure. Who have you got? Okay, so I have two. I'm like so specific about my romantic pairings in film. I don't, I like for them to be cute, but yes. not like barf. No, no. <laughs> that's a very fine line. <laughs> yeah. And then also I mostly watch older films and like a lot of the relationships in those are very bad. Yeah. It just should not be just, yeah. No. <laughs> I no, actually no, they of... shouldn't be glamorized, should they? No, no. <laughs> But both of these I have are actually from older movies. Sometimes it works. Sometimes they yeah. find someone. Yeah. So one of them I have is James Cagney and Joan Blondell in Blonde Crazy, which I think they co-starred in seven films or something. So they have amazing chemistry and they play off each other so well. I hate like enemies to lovers, but that's like the case here. But it just the progression is more natural, I guess. And Joan Blondell like slaps him a lot in the movie. <laughs> I got some hooch and sandwiches and stuff for us. It's nice and quiet here. Not a chance of anybody finding us. I knew you'd come. It was made in 1931, but it feels modern. And the ending scene is very good. It's so cute. I love it. And then the other one I had is Tyrone Power and Nancy Kelly in Jesse James. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesse, sometimes at night when it's cold and rainy, I wake up crying. Because in a dream I saw you lying dead in the mud. Oh, Jesse, I'm so scared. You're the only one that it matters to, Z, one way or the other. You're the only one that means anything to me. I know it was a fool thing to come here, but... I never knew how much I did want to see you. Until I saw you. The weird thing is, apparently they didn't get a long offset, but I would not have guessed that. I put two down, but... So I put worst person in the world down because I love Julian Axel. But then I was actually thinking about it. I think I just love Axel so much. <laughs> I just put him <laughs> down for that. So I'm going to go with my other one. Okay. Which is a film called Plus One. And it's a rom-com, which is insane because I hate rom-coms. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. It's, so it's, it's Jack Quaid and Maya Erskine. And they just go to those weddings and the plus ones of each other because they don't have any dates. And then they fall in love. You know, we could actually, like, do this for all the weddings. 
Two what? I take you. You take me. Win win. You're suggesting doubling down on weddings? Like on purpose? No, I'm suggesting teaming up to take on the love marathon together. Just like gangbang it. That's ten weddings between us. And I got some rough ones coming up. Come on, how else are you going to find single girls like that? You know, I actually do just fine without you body checking me into women. Ben. Yeah. Ben, this is actually a great idea. Oh, is it? It made me like Jack Quaid. I've never really got on the appeal of him. Like, I watch the boys and stuff, but like, he's there. Oh, yeah, he was like leading man type in this <laughs> I love my Erskine because I watch Pen 15. So it was, like, it was just like the perfect mix for me. Well, nice. I like certain rom-coms. I either really love it or I really hate it. There's not really an in-between. Exactly. <laughs> Are we on actors now? Oh, I think we might be. I haven't actually looked at mine yet. So <gasps> you have it. I'm, I'm so obsessed with mine. I'm always on it. <laughs> I like to check it after every film I've watched. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you want to go first? Me? Okay, sure. So for my... 20th, I have Shelly Winters with 10 films. Nice! Yeah. Oh, we love Shelly. I love, love, love Shelly, yes. I definitely want to try to watch more of her films this year because she worked from like the 40s to the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. She got a lot Icon. of stuff. If I had to pick one favorite, I'm going to go with What's the Matter with Helen. Oh, um, nice. Okay. Yeah. So she did this one with Debbie Reynolds, and it's very interesting. Helen, he's the first man I've been serious about in years. <laughs> yes, but uh, is he serious about you? Yes, I think he is. He called me a knockout. Isn't <laughs> well, he a fast worker? That's my. It's marvelous. I'm I'm very happy for you. You told him about Wes. What? Well, that he hasn't answered any of your uh, letters, or has he? No. Helen, you do act like a killjoy sometimes. I'm sorry. I mean, I come home from a great evening with a great guy, and you have to bring up. Wes. But it's a realistic problem. I mean, I I thought that he should know about it before you get too seriously involved. I'll tell him. Oh, lush. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debbie Reynolds as well. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Two icons. Yes. What about you? Okay, so my 20th, say, we're at four films. I think we might be at four for a while. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Tony Curtis. Love oh, yay. I love him. And it's obvious there. Yeah, I've got to say, Some Like It Hot. I just, yeah. I just love that film. It's just the best film ever made. And that was a rewatch in January. Yeah, so I've seen it twice now. Love him. I think I want to go through all those films. Oh, wow. I think that would be interesting because I don't really know, like, what his niche was as an actor. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. What was his thing? Yeah, because maybe, like, romantic lead? But not really? (laughs) Yeah, because then he's in, like, darker films. Yeah. When he's in, like... Blimmin' Spartacus and stuff. Yeah. The best romantic Are you going to watch Spartacus? I want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Is that in the 1001? I think oh. it is, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Oh, God. I know, right? I but will send you me. my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Thank you. 
19, I have Dennis Hopper. <laughs> hey, nice. So for this one, I'm going to try to not do rewatches. I'm going to pick Night Tide. I watched back in April and I wasn't expecting to like it that much, but I ended up really loving it. He's really young, so he's not scary. And it's scary um, when he's older. He's very scary. And he wears a sailor outfit like the whole film it's and a, uh, he's kind of cute in it which like i wasn't expecting but yeah, he is quite attractive i like him what do you do i mean do you work or what yes i work in fact i have to work today on sunday what do you do when i told you my name hadn't you ever heard it before no i don't think so well i work on the amusement pier i'm an attraction what are you, a dancer? No. <laughs> they throw baseballs at you. Don't they? Not really, don't they? <laughs> no. <laughs> My job isn't dangerous. I give up. What do you do? I'm a mermaid. You're a what? A mermaid. Half woman, half fish. I don't get it. Oh, it's very simple. I wear an artificial fishtail, and I lie in a tank that looks like it's filled with water. And people pay 25 cents and come and look at me. And that's how I make my living. Don't you ever get tired of it? Sometimes. But it's restful anyway. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I watched 10 of his movies. Did I mention that? I don't know. What about you? The four films still, and it's Sigourney Weaver. Woo! Yeah. I love her. her. Yeah. We all facts. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me something I don't know. I... Press on what I've watched, and I did. I forgot she's in Copycat, which I loved. Yeah. But I like Copycat because of Dermot. So I'm not <laughs> going for that film. So I think my favorite was Alien. First time one, it, it was great. I don't like the second one, though. It's drama. I don't like the second oh, one. I don't either. Yes. Oh my God. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't yeah. really don't get it. <laughs> A lot of people say it's better than the first one. What? No. There's too many action and too many people with big guns, and I hate it. Yeah. But that first one, oh, I can't believe it. It's so good. I loved it. <laughs> and I didn't know Harry Dean Stanton was in it, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. What was the lowest average rated film that you watched? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> it's a film we watched together. Oh, no. The Intruders. Oh, my God. <laughs> so bad oh my god so we watched it for austin butler obviously yeah, um, he probably like, didn't oh, <laughs> no he should never watch <laughs> that was was it's it worth it well yeah it was a bit of fun yeah, it? it was, was fun, fun. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a 1.9 on letterbox Ooh, okay that's yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> it's not a good I actually don't, like, don't even remember it, but I just knew that Austin Butler was really sus and then he wasn't. Yeah, they just accepted that he was really creepy and like appearing in our house out of nowhere, but he <laughs> wasn't the murderer. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> remember when she threw the phone at him? Oh at his face? <laughs> she was unhinged. Miranda Cole yeah. was unhinged in this film. <laughs> Yeah, that was an experience. <laughs> I'm glad we did it together. <laughs> Me too. It was it was fun though, I think. Yeah, yeah, I would say fun to watch. Don't go out your way to watch it. I almost ended no. up buying it on Google Play. Oh God, no. <laughs> For four bucks. Yeah. 
It's not good. Not a bad, not a good idea. What was your lowest average? (laughs) So mine was actually lower. Oh my god. (laughs) So at 1.4. We have the kissing booth three. No, you what? Oh my god. Oh my have you watched all of them? Yeah. (laughs) All three. Like, it was for was Jacob like, Alordi, okay? I'm, did did I'm you sorry. watch the third one? Oh, so did you watch the first one for him and you were like, oh, i got to just carry on with the series? Yeah. So, I, I get it. Don't, don't judge me. Don't right. like his hair in the first film. That's like, so bad. Oh, yeah. my God. He is really evil in it, too. I don't like him in it, but... Third film. What is it? Is it the best? No. I think the first one is the best. Yeah. I like the third one better than the second one, though. But they're all really bad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I watched it like with some friends on Instagram. So that helped because that was fun. You it's like, like that kind of movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah same with the intruders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're watching the kissing booth free on your like in your bedroom with the blinds down all alone. <laughs> like no one should know. Yeah. Like I was embarrassed to even log them. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's so fun. No, I get like that as well. I don't want to log stuff. No, because now it showed up on my stats. Now it's in this episode. <laughs> it's out there forever. But I'm sure like tons of people watched it. I think the third one has, oh, 79K vlogs. Okay. So that's not bad. The first one has 247,000. That's a lot. That is a lot. This is a major drop, though. Like, People wanted no more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but cool. good for them. Did you want to do your highest average as well? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's it's actually The Godfather. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, 4.5. Oh, mine's 4.5. No way. Oh, my God. What is it? It's one I like as well, actually. So oh, good. good. It was uh, Shawshank. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've actually seen that before. Really good. The time is very long and it did put me off. But then you watch it and you're like, why would not cut anything out? Just Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, Yeah. really good. So yeah, I like that being my top 4.5. I'm surprised it's not a higher one. But then, yeah, I guess that's probably the average, right? There's no like higher film than that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see what the highest rated is. Isn't it like Come and See or something? Yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch that. No, I don't like to be disturbed. My next two, I think I already mentioned them in the last time we like did this, so I'm just gonna like briefly mention them because I don't think I've even watched any new movies or whatever. So I have Steve McQueen with eleven films. Um, I think I gotta go this time though with Love with the Proper Stranger because when we rewatched it, I liked his performance a lot better. So I'm glad that the rewatch made you like him more in it me too yeah that's a great film it's very good what about you are we on oh 18 God, okay. i cannot count okay <laughs> 18 yeah yeah. I, his name is reese shearsmith and he is the love of my life <laughs> the four films are the connect trilogy so he does this very successful show it's like black mirror where every episode is different called inside number nine and he writes it with his writing partner steve pemberton and it's a great show oh, it's so good if you could find episodes of it i'd recommend it. it's very good and then my number 17, 17. 17 <laughs> is Matt Dillon with 11 
But the last movie I watched of his is like in July. So okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I've seen basically all the movies of his I want to see. I think I've seen like thirty. Wow. Total or something yeah. like that. And most of these eleven that I watched were rewatches anyway. Yeah. You guys already know how much I like Matt Dillon. So. <laughs> Love love him as well. Love him. (laughs) Is there a film that like you rewatched you you made you enjoy more of his? Maybe I don't know because I already liked a lot of them a lot. Yeah, but I just it made me enjoy them like a little bit more. So it'd probably be Rumblefish and The Saint of Fort Washington. Sure. Hey, I uh I do have a story. I imagine so. I had four breakdowns one after the other. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was, uh, I was, uh, hospitalized between the ages of, uh, 17 and, uh, 20. I was hospitalized between the ages of, uh, 17 oh, and 20. Well, 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 that ain't a problem, boy. No, I'm, I'm, uh, schizophrenic. Who call you that? Doctors, doctors. Uh, why, why do you say that? Because, uh, I don't know, uh, because, uh, I, uh, I hear, I hear voices, you know? There's nothing wrong with hearing voices. Yeah? Uh, what about Joan? She hear voices. Joan? Hey, St. Joan. They don't call us schizophrenic. They call us saint. And, and what about Moses? What about him? He hear voices. He hear a voice. Hey, he don't hear that voice. There'd be no Judaic Christian tradition. Honestly, God, Matthew. Two very good films. I think the one he is, seems to be most well known for is like the house that Jack built, which I'm never gonna watch. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna pass. I, I don't really. Know. <laughs> Laura's one yeah. Trier. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> but he's gonna be in the new Wes Anderson movie. Which, <gasps> is he? Uh, Asteroid. Yeah, oh yeah I'm excited. <laughs> Him with Wes's style. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Oh, that's wicked. Whenever I see people posting about it, like they never mention that he's in it. And it makes me sad. But... I don't even know. Yeah. I feel like he's another one that people like don't really appreciate because yes. they don't really understand him. Like, not to sound like weird. I think what Matt's problem was is that he's been in too many like bad films. But I put like air quotes on bad because they're not bad. They're just fun. Yeah. But that's people like, like I think of like wild things. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then he's so good and everything yeah. else. Like, he's great in wild things as well. Oh my God, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. But I think people just see it like that when it's actually a brilliant actor. Yeah. To make something like Wild Things good, like to turn that material into something much better than it probably looked on paper is a very big feat. And I think he did that in a lot of movies and people just didn't cast him in the right projects because they didn't understand how talented he is. Like, why Why can't people see this? Yeah. (laughs) Who's your next? So my next one is Paul Dano. Now, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I also, he was in, he was higher up when we did our earlier one. Probably won't say much, but yeah, probably Batman. Can't beat him. Yeah. I really want to watch The Fableman, though, because I want to see him in dad mode. <laughs> see, I think he might be like Matt Dillon in the way that he's so good. He's never, but he's so overlooked. Yeah. Like, they're just that good. They make it yeah. natural. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's very upsetting. Like, he should have a million Oscars by now. He doesn't. <laughs> I love him so much. I love him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I try and do a lot of his films as well. So let's do a followers question. And I'm thinking 
Should we do the film that you wanted to stop watching, but didn't? Yes. So this came from Bob K4D. We have a few questions from Bob. So thank you. Uh, we'll get to some of those later. Okay. The thing I'm trying to do recently is like actually stop watching movies if I don't like them. I don't like to force myself to watch them. And I think um, it's so good. To yeah. I just like, why waste, waste time. your time, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I still keep a list because like sometimes maybe I just wasn't in the right mood or I just wasn't emotionally prepared or something. So maybe I want to go back. But these are just really bad. So the one of the ones I have is career opportunities, which I watched it because, of course, Dermot Mulroney was in it. <laughs> you know me. That's oh, how yeah, I am. Of course. And it was just really a male wet dream because Jennifer Connelly is in it. And they basically just were like sexualizing her in the entire movie and like framing her chest a lot in scenes. And I don't know, she's kind of like Man of Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah. And I just felt really bad for her because I like Jennifer Connelly, but I feel like a lot of her earlier career, she was like taken advantage of in the sense of within the films. Yeah. And then the main character was just so annoying. I hated him so much. Basically, he and Jennifer Connelly are, like, stuck in this Target overnight, which sounds fun, honestly. Like, I, I would like it. Yeah. There's a Superstore episode about that. There is. Yeah. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like at one point we've all been, like, I don't want to get stuck in a giant store. But they don't really do that much with it, unfortunately. Yeah. And then, so Dermot comes in like in the last like, 20 minutes of the movie and he and like his brother I think they not like his actual brother but like his character's brother they are robbers and they like break into the target and are like threatening their lives like, that's quite cool but then yeah the dermal is not good <laughs> no and he was really just sleazy and he had you know the, the awful sideburns and I think he had a unibrow even <laughs> but oh, they no, just not a unibrow. they didn't the, the, they were like the climax of the film yeah but then it was like near the end of the movie so like things just didn't really happen for the entire movie and then the main character is just like drooling over jennifer connelly i don't know it's just really weird really uncomfortable i didn't like it i've seen that i've seen her riding on the horse oh my god yeah that's oh, the goodbye. movie where she's yeah and don't even get me started you should have stopped. <laughs> I should have. I kept waiting for him to show up. And then once he did, I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> not good. Not good. But there was a John Candy cameo at the beginning. So that was fun. But You had that at least. Yeah. Did you want to share yours and then I can my other one? Yeah, yeah. So okay. mine actually, I've actually thought of this. It was actually a positive film. I liked it. it oh, good. So when I was, I watched Nope in the cinema. All I'll say is that the very, literally the first scene and the sound that plays over the production credits, I literally wanted to leave. I was, oh. I was so scared. Oh my god! I was really scared, and I thought I don't want to watch any more of this film. I'm really nervous. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Actually, you can talk to me about it after I watch it. When you've done it, but yeah. yeah. But obviously, I'm never gonna walk out, and also I wouldn't anyway. Like this is nope. Like good, but yeah, I'm very happy I stayed. Obviously, but yeah, that's like. I haven't had that experience in a long time thinking I'm so scared I need to leave oh my god <laughs> what were your other ones so we have Black Christmas the original which I know is very hot take I just did not like it I just thought it was really boring and not scary which might also be controversial I don't know I just 
didn't get to me at all. So yeah, I kind of skipped parts of it. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm still counting it though. <laughs> no, I think that counts as a watch. Yeah. And then another one I had was Gilda, which oh, is, I just, yeah, I remember it being very bland and I just didn't care about it. I don't even remember it very well. And then I had the Mortuary Collection. It was a horror anthology, but it seemed to be targeted for kids. But then the actual stuff in it was not kid-friendly. So the right. tone was not really that scary, but then it also was. It was just very weird. And then finally, I have this film that I watched for Nicole Kidman called Flirting. And it came out in 1991. And it's kind of like career opportunities where like it's all these girls framed through the eyes of like a male character and then also a male director a male writer I think so yeah I don't know I just those always give me bad vibes yeah, yeah. depending on the movie actually there are a few that I think are good but yeah it was just like very horny but then it was actually teenage actors and um teenage characters and it was just very uncomfortable yeah and then I learned that the director was a pervert and groomed the lead actress and what? I just I didn't need to know that no but yeah, I watched it for Nicole, and she wasn't even in it that much, so. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're going into 2023. We're going to not watch films if we don't like them. We're going to carry no, on. <laughs> just stop, yeah. We will we've be learned, stopping. We've learned our lesson. Yeah, there's no shame in that. I don't no. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you should watch movies that you enjoy. Even if it's a popular one, you don't like it. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's excited. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is a new one. I have James Cagney and I watched 11 of his movies. So he's definitely one of my new faves. I really like him. And I mentioned Blonde Crazy earlier. I really like that one. And I'd also say White Heat is a very good movie. And I wrote a whole post about it. Oh, I love it. Check it out. A cop. A cop. What do you like that, boys? A copper, and his name is Fallon. <laughs> and we went for it. I went for it. Treated him like a kid brother. And I was going to split 50-50 with a copper. <laughs> Maybe they're waiting to pin a medal on him. Solid gold. Come on, get up. Get your hands up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A nice gold medal for the copper. Only maybe he's going to get it sooner than he thinks. I he's, feel like James Cagney's going to be your new guy. Yeah, I feel like he probably will. He has a lot of movies. He's so magnetic to watch on screen. And even though he's so small, he fills up the screen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I like my short kings with New York accents. If you can't <laughs> tell based on some of the other people I mentioned in this stuff. That is your type. That is your yeah. <laughs> Who's your next? So this guy's been on it for ages. Eddie Jemison. Okay. He's in all the Oceans films and he's in Nope. Do not know who he is in Nope. But oh. I thought he was a British actor in the Cornetto trilogy. <laughs> he just looks British. <laughs> he's the computer nerd in Oceans. I can't believe I've only just realised oh. that. Oh. My next? Okay. So it'll be your... 15? 15. 15. Okay. I have Robert Redford... <laughs> Oh my god. So I rewatched This Property is Condemned and Inside Daisy Clover. I watched both of those twice this year. So if Within you count the, the rewatch, it's yeah. 13. But if you don't count rewatch, it's 11. They don't count it then. But they don't count it on, on stats. Him, but... but then when right. I click on it, they count. 
too confusing. So, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, a favorite performance. Let's see. I liked him in The Electric Horseman. And he was good in The Candidate. I wasn't like a huge fan of the film, but I thought his performance was good. But yeah, Electric Horseman. And that's my favorite. Nice. That's what Jane Fonda. And he wears oh, a light of cowboy suit. Let me show you. It's very cool, actually. Oh my god. Isn't that cool? That's in- it lights up. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Oh, I love yeah. him. He's actually turned me into a bit of a Robert Redford. I'm glad. Yeah, I think I just really like him and Jane. They just play off each other really well. And yeah, that's like why I like the movie so much. I don't dislike him. I just haven't seen the performance where I'm like blown away. That's fair. That's fair. And you just like more people more, innit? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think dislike him. Do we think there is a standout that you're waiting to see, if you know what I mean? I can't think of anything. Because I've seen Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, but I don't even really like that one that much. Trying to think of what his most popular. That's like his most famous one in a way. Yeah, I didn't think he was bad. I just I don't know. Paul Newman's just I like him better. <laughs> better, better. Oh, I haven't seen all the President's Men. Oh, okay, that's a yeah, that's meant to be a good one. Yeah, which I actually kind of want to watch. They both look fit in it as well. We don't like Desmond Hoffman. <laughs> no, I know, but he's young. When he looks like Al Pacino, <laughs> <laughs> you just pretend. I pretend it's yeah i don't know i feel like because it he hasn't been in a lot of like really iconic movies i feel like but yeah. he's iconic so i think it's him yeah it's his star yeah. persona yeah he's so cool um, <laughs> this is quite good my 15th because i've definitely mentioned her when we did it earlier um oh, nice. the other one is kirsten dunce yeah i love her and i think it's the same all of her things are just so good i'm everything i've watched her in I've, it's four films They've all got five stars. Yeah. She's the best. She is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, like, Power of the Dog is my film, but maybe Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, Ooh. but then I like Marie Antoinette. <laughs> I can't. I, can't I love her. What's I the love other her. one? Eternal Sunshine. Which Ooh. I don't really count. I think for my next question, I want to do best cast. Cool. Okay. <laughs> this is such a good question because... It's what makes the film, innit? For some reason, I couldn't find an answer. I could have probably put Oceans down because I love those oh, boys. Yeah. I feel like you probably haven't seen this, but I, this is one of my favourite films. I went for Hot Rod. Oh, nice. It, I just think this is so funny. And it's just brilliant because it's Andy Samberg, Isla Fisher, Bill Hader, which I will watch him in anything. Mm. I love that man <laughs> so much. Akiva Shaver, Danny McBride. And then, oh, it's so good. I think the mum might... Wait a minute. The mum might be the mum might be Sissy SpaceX, but I could be wrong with that. It is Sissy SpaceX. Oh my it's god, Sissy SpaceX. So there's that. <laughs> Ian McShane is his stepdad, and they like fight all the time. Oh, so they like wrestle. Oh, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, when I rewatched it this year, I was like, "This is the best I've ever watched." So look, uh, I was way out of line, and I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry about your dad. Thanks. So, cool beans? Cool beans. 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 Cool be
house now. And Will Arnett is like Isla Fisher's like really douchey boyfriend, and it's perfect. of course. <laughs> he, he always plays so that. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I was also gonna put Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, which is another Andy Samberg film, but I was like, because they've got so many cameos, I'm not gonna count it. So okay. yeah, I thought Hot Rod. Hot nice. it's, it's just so funny. The best bit is when Andy Samberg like falls off the, his motorbike and he's like going down the hill, but like the shock goes off for like three minutes. Oh my god! And it's just him falling like a mountain. <laughs> and then he falls and he gets back up like nothing's happened. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh but yeah, I just thought that whole cast like of friends is just work. <laughs> I'll add that to my watch list. I have two, and for these, I went with just like. They're big ensembles, and I just like that. But I also do prefer, like, smaller casts that are, like, very well-knit. But I just thought for the sake of this, we were these two. Okay, so let's see. Let me... I don't want to miss anybody. So the first one I have is Mars Attacks. Okay. Which is, like, a Tim Burton one about, like, aliens that start killing everybody. So who's in that? Um, I've never watched it, but I really want to. It's fun. I like it. It has Jack Nicholson, Glenn yes. Close, Annette Benning, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Insane. Fox, Rod Steiger, Tom Jones, Lucas Hawk, Allie Portman, Sylvia Sidney, Pam Greer, Jack Black. Oh my god. Christina Applegate. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I liked I it. I did not know it was that cast. <laughs> the thing I kind of struggle with ensembles is, like, there's just too many characters or, like, too many things to focus on. But they, I felt like they balanced it pretty well. And you all get emotionally connected to all of them, too. And then it, it pays homage to B-movies of the 50s and 60s. For me, that was fun because I like watching some of those. Yes, and that's good yeah. as well. That I think that say what you were about Tim Burton I think he does do very good scripts and I really like that what you said is that every character is fleshed out in a way yeah but that's such a big cast people will get lost behind yeah I like early Tim Burton but I wouldn't say he's like my favorite or anything like that yeah. I agree yeah yeah I, I like the style and stuff but yeah yeah he's not one I would always I would go to yeah and then you know of course I gotta mention Catch Fire <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> I just, I want to talk about it so badly. The cast is, is, no, but even just on this level, the cast is insane. Yeah. The funny thing about this one is that there's just famous people just appear in one scene. Yes. They don't really have like character development or plot purpose or anything. They're just there, which kind of makes it better. I love it. I love yeah. it. I feel like they're probably doing a favor, but. Probably, yeah. <laughs> So we've got Dennis Hopper, Jodie Foster, Dean Stockwell, Vincent Price, John Turturro, Julie Adams, Charlie Sheen, Joe Pesci, Catherine Keener, and Bob Dylan. Oh my god, look at Bob Dylan! <laughs> As a chainsaw artist. <laughs> one scene, one yeah. scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I feel like we just need to talk about this movie. Like, yeah. Where, where do we start? I think the fact that it was all these established names, especially Vincent Price, who just kind of was there. Like, <laughs> well, Jerry Foster like witnesses a um some guy get killed by the mob, and so then the mob starts coming after her. 
But then she's downstairs and they break into her apartment and Charlie Sheen is like in the bed. And so they end up killing Charlie Sheen. And fast asleep as well. She, the yeah. cat's meowing. They are talking in the house and he is fast He does asleep. not wake up. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I um, feel these actors are doing a good job with yeah. what they've got. <laughs> yeah. I like this one. I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> no, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Dennis Hopper is playing the saxophone for no reason at all. He does it like it's four in, times. I don't think I'll ever, I'll never laugh as much as when we watch the first saxophone story. <laughs> yeah, because then he bangs it on the, yeah. on the window. I think the star of the castle for me was Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah. He was, he had bills to pay. Like, he sure did, yeah. <laughs> and he said that this came out this was it the same year as Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I need those two characters to like, interact. Yes, but he was so embarrassed of this film that he asked that his name be taken off the credits. Oh my god, oh my god, that's so bad. But I'm like, everyone knows you're in the movie. I loved how I recognized him in the first scene just by his screaming voice. Yeah. <laughs> I know that voice so well. I know it, yeah. And he screams in like every scene, but I don't know yeah. how like, he can have a sore throat by the end of it. <laughs> Every single line is yelling. Only Joe Pesci can do that. Yes. Yeah. He's the one to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Dennis Hopper with like, the worst New York oh. accent known oh to God. man. Huh. You afraid of me? I don't blame you. In fact, I'd get a lot worse from you if you weren't. You should be afraid of me. Afraid of you. I ain't afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. What, afraid of some guy who's so hard up he's got to kidnap a girl to have sex with her? I don't think you realize what I've done for you. I can't go back now. They're looking for me as hard as they're looking for you, probably harder. You know, they want to kill us both. But yeah, that was just a fun one oh for me. I, I don't know if I'd recommend it, though. It's acquired taste. <laughs> you need someone with you to experience it. It's yeah. Insane. Like, even with the cast as well, we would all, every time someone new would be introduced, we'd be like, is that Charlie Sheen? Yeah. John Turturro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's, like, my Knives Out free. Who's the murderer? Who do you think would be the murderer? It's got to be our boy Dennis, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's too obvious, though. True. He's, like, the red maybe. herring one. I want Charlie Sheen to come back. Yeah. <laughs> seek revenge <laughs> so are we at 14 yeah i feel bad for every single film that has to go after talking I know, about nothing can measure up <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill yeah so my number 14 is peter falk oh nice yeah with oh we love all him. films oh yeah. nice <laughs> do you oh. have a favorite folk Definitely the in-laws. He's like basically just so chaotic. And I think chaotic Peter Falk is my favorite. <laughs> of all his ear matches. There's this line he says in it that my mom and I like quote to each other all the time. There's this one scene where they're trying not to get shot. As you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they're trying to run so they don't want to get shot while they're running. And he's like, serpentine, serpentine. <laughs> 
We'll never make it. We'll never make a lion here, that's for goddamn sure. You ready? No. No, I'm ready. Serpentine. What? Serpentine. That was uh, beautiful. <laughs> I want to watch more Fault because I know you love it. Yeah. I get into it more. I also watched a movie called In the Spirit, and uh, I really liked it. It was good, but I saw his butt. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> it feels so intimate. It He's was weird. <laughs> there was a movie that I sent you the video from where he was in the bed. Yeah, the yeah. covered wagon shaped bed. <laughs> Getting that said, like out of context, was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been out of this room in weeks. Call someone just to say hello. We've been in town for three months. People will think that we're snubbing them. And what do I say after hello? Come on over and have some kelp. <laughs> we can eat on my toy chest. You can tell them. You can just tell them. Tell them that we're waiting for our apartment and that you haven't found a job yet, just... No. Are you crazy? That's the end. I have to tell them the way we planned. Casually. Wittily. I have to seem not to need a job. Or them. Nobody wants to help you if you need them. People are not fools. Christ. I can't stand this. I think he's really funny. I really like him. I like his style of comedy. And I know most people know him from Columbo, but I feel like otherwise they don't really know him. So I will say, I think he's underrated. He was an unexpected favorite, I think. I wasn't really expecting to like him as much as I do. Yeah, you've seen The Great Race. And um, Nikki. Yeah, and A Woman Under the Influence. Uh, Which is why I don't like him that much, because not very nice in it oh he's a bit mean to gina that's why like i can't look at peter <laughs> fogg the same way but this is why i'm so glad you can show me nice him i think yeah if you watch any of his comedies i think you'll yes. like him yeah yeah i love him in the great race yeah and that's not even like his best no i will see more of his movies though when we do john cassavetes yes oh yeah two besties <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were in so many together i love it they were I think John Cassavetes may have even been on Columbo. Maybe we'll watch his Columbo. Yes. <laughs> I think you'll like my, my number four. Mm-hmm. I'm quite surprised he made it. We're still on four. Okay. But it's Dean Stockwell. <gasps> That's a new addition. Oh! <laughs> I love Oh my God. I've I think converted you. You have. You actually have. <laughs> <laughs> it's all... I blame the Dennis Hopper films. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually got. I've got. I've given three and a half, three and a half, four and four. I'll take that. Oh, okay, that's very good. I think I'm gonna have to also go with Catch Fire. <laughs> <laughs> How can I not? I'm sorry. I yeah, have to. He was good in that. We can't not talk about Catch Fire. Yeah, again. <laughs> I was surprised you picked that one though because he wasn't even in it that much. Oh no, and he had the horrible beard. Go T Bear. I like the beard. I, <laughs> His no, accent I was bad though. I think was he was awesome. doing it on purpose because I know he can do a good New York accent. Is he kind of I don't know how to ask this nicely. <laughs> He's like weird, like in real life. Was he a bit of a kooky guy? You know what well, I mean? Oh yeah, I mean he was friends with Dennis Hopper, so <laughs> <laughs> that answers that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
that's why I feel like he was doing a bit in Catch Fire. I think we were deprived of a, a movie of like just him and Joe Pesci as mob bosses, though. A little spin off would be perfect. Because yeah. <laughs> they were the best part. They were my favorite part, genuinely. Yeah. 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 Milo's you? Yeah, where are you? Where's the girl? I killed her. I want to do a deal. Uh, hello, Mr. Milo. This is John Luponi. Are you sure you've killed this girl? We had the impression you were fairly close. I may have lost it for a minute, but not now. I killed as an act of good thing. And I expect some consideration return here. What do you want? I want to talk. Get him here. Get him here. Well, we want to talk too, Mr. Milo. Why don't you come on over here? We were just sitting down for lunch, a nice, friendly lunch. <laughs> no way. I'll meet you in the high desert, Lancaster. No, that's out of the question, Milo. Uh, why don't we meet at my office? What you think I am, stupid? I tell you what, I want to watch more of Dean's child actor roles. Okay, nice. Because see that he was one. Yeah. I think it will be good to see his roots. Yeah. He made so many movies, so. Oh, perfect. Some, well, yeah, some of them are pretty bad. Some are done. We watch Catch Fire. We can watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And Tracks. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite of his adult movies. I liked him in Tracks. But then that's why it makes you think, well, like, he must be a bit weird in real life. Yeah. But yeah, his tops were quite cool in tracks. Yeah. His <laughs> jazzy <laughs> 70s shirt. Yeah. <laughs> in Quantum Leap, his character wears stuff like that. So I thought it was interesting watching that. See, like, I forgot he's in Quantum uh, Leap. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine it. Like, I yeah. <laughs> That's where he does a good New York accent. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just move on? Or, <laughs> or what was... Because you did Blue Velvet, and then what was the yes. other one? Oh, Gentleman's Agreement. Oh, when he was a little yeah, kid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> God. The variety. I really don't count him in Blue Velvet, though, because... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think he's so weird in that one. <laughs> he's oh, weird in I need you to watch one where he's not weird. I'm the guest. Yes, we did the normal film. Yeah. <laughs> Is there one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Lucky for Eve. Yeah. So uh, I have Drew Barrymore. Nice. With 12 films. Let's see. I just, I really like Drew. I think I've mentioned, I mentioned her in the other episode, but I'll pick a different favorite this time. Okay. I'll go with Firestarter. Interesting pick. Okay. Yeah. I think she's also one of the only child actors that I like because. Yes. Very. Yes. He's just, I mean, yeah. E.T., come on. Yeah, come on. I wasn't, I didn't love Firestarter. I gave it a three and a half, which is actually pretty good. She really made the movie for me. And yeah. just to see her, like, being that emotional and, like, having that ability to be so mature. And I think she was maybe eight or something is just yeah. very insane to me. So much talent. Yeah. But then I also, I like all of her different eras. Yeah. I think her 90s era might be my favorite. Yes, I think I'm after yeah. that. She's kind of one for me where I like her in all of the movies I've seen, like even if I didn't really enjoy the film. She's always a good part of it. Yeah. Or the best part. Yeah. So I think she's also yeah. very underrated. Oh, definitely. She's or underlooked. Like yeah. people don't really mention her a lot. No. 
I think she's really talented. I say, yeah. I think people just know her for other stuff, and then they just don't really care about her acting, which is their loss. But exactly, yeah. (laughs) I just find her very captivating as an actor, and she always has like really good hair and outfits and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) just an icon. The stylists did her so well. Yeah. I feel like people don't talk yeah. about it enough. It's really nice that, like, we have this. Yeah. Drew Barrymore fans unite. <laughs> come out. Come on, please. Yeah. <laughs> You're number 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've actually already talked about him on my the other one we did, so it's not too bad. Uh, last one at four, and it's Robert De Niro. Oh, nice. Oh, my life. Love my life. Beautiful <laughs> <Cool>, man. <laughs> but it is. it hasn't changed since we last did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's also what I said with Tony Curtis. I yeah, I'm gonna try and go through all his like films <laughs> when he was young and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Except I just oh, I am putting off Taxi Driver. I just can't be yeah. bothered. You know what I mean? I just can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know it's good. I just can't. I, I don't can't know right I... now. <laughs> I don't. I just think I would despise it. I it would not be your film. No, sure. Yeah, no. I think I've seen more Robert De Niro movies than you. <laughs> yeah, no, that is blasphemous from me. Oh my god! I think <laughs> and you I think... like him more than me. Because <laughs> I think he's on my all-time. I think he's on about eight, maybe. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think in my head. Let me see from myself. Oh, he's by six. I've oh. watched ten films. Since oh, ten. Twenty. Okay. Nice. Because obviously I haven't what I haven't put down Meet the Parents. So. Okay, we're pretty close. I've I've seen twelve total. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna rewatch the Meet the Parents trilogy. So I can put it down. <laughs> can I yeah. watch the first one with you? Yes, yes, okay. yes. yes. <laughs> I, I actually have a funny feeling the first one's on the movies list. Wait, what? <laughs> my head. I could be so wrong. Wait a minute. Okay, we've got Meet Me in Saint Louis. Meet the parents. It's on the movies list. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I had that in my head. Oh my god, that is so funny to me. Meet the Who parents. was like, "Yes, let's put Meet the Parents <laughs> on this list." Like, you have got to watch that before you die. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't. That's actually kind of iconic of them. You know what? It's camp. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking for our next one. We could talk about our favorite costumes from the films we watched. Ooh, okay. I was thinking you were going to pick that. Really? Uh, yeah. You know me so well. Do you want to start? Okay. So I wrote down a really basic answer. I did start with <laughs> Rear Window. Okay. You know, our gal, Edith. Love yeah. it. I've actually gone for, and I know I spoke about it earlier, Belle du Jour. Oh. What okay. Catherine wears in that film, it just gorgeous i should have got some photos i really messed up <laughs> that's okay it's just it's kind of like chanel vibes it's really classy beautiful suits with skirts and oh she just looks great and i remember it being one of the things when i watched it like oh my god i want her entire wardrobe i would wear everything oh, she yeah. wears in this film <laughs> this beautiful little tennis skirt outfit on oh yeah it's just goals i love the dresses in that film <laughs> <laughs> I want to say The Great Race has the best costumes mm, as well. Yeah. But I'm trying to go for like other films we haven't mentioned. Yeah. No, that's good. 
do you with costumes do you prefer like it to look really nice or do you prefer just realism with or just a mix of both oh maybe a mix of both but more leading to them looking nice yeah I know realism's good but oh if it looks like I do look at costumes and I'm drawn to costumes more even more so than like makeup and hair like mm-hmm. I just love what people wear I could yeah. do that what about you I of course I had to pick one of Edith's so I went with what a way to go which Ooh, okay is one of my favorite movies and it's just outlandish like there's oh god maybe there's at least like a hundred costumes the amount of dedication that must have taken from Edith is insane and I appreciated every single one of them yeah and then the premise of that is basically like Shirley MacLaine's character marries all these different guys but they keep dying mysteriously (laughs) oh okay she doesn't murder them though each of her costumes like when she's with the husband like each husband kind of reflects the lifestyle she's living with them which I thought was really cool yeah and do, and each costume as well represents that as well yeah and Shirley MacLaine is great yeah I like her I know she has some problematic views but as an actor I, yeah definitely. I can like her also Paul Newman is in it I think she had six or seven husbands let me try to I'll find them all and I'll ask you who you would want to be married to oh my god yes I love this <laughs> would yours be Paul <laughs> Yeah, so Paul Newman, Robert Mitchum, but he was nice, not creepy. <laughs> Dean Martin, Gene Kelly, Dick Van Dyke. Okay, that was it. So there's. This is it. But think about how famous five. those men are. Yeah. A modern remake today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, I would go with Gene always. Would. Okay. My number 12 is Brittany Murphy. Yeah. With 13 films. So yeah, we already talked extensively about Britney, so I'm not going to really add anything to it probably, but I think if I had to pick one that wasn't a rewatch that's a favorite, I would definitely go with Little Black Book. Nice. nice. I just, oh, I so love good. that movie. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Like, it was just brilliant. I keep thinking about it, like, still to this day. Yeah. So yeah, guys, go watch it. Also listen to the episode if you haven't already. Yes. Yes. Good episode. Lovely Britney one. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? So I've just got a boring one. My number 12. And it's we're at five now, though. We've gone up. Oh, good. And it's my boys, Cody Swimpsey. Nice. It hasn't changed since last time. I haven't watched any (laughs) new films. Which also, there's probably one person in here that I haven't spoken about. Oh, two, actually. So it's quite exciting. But yeah, just the same. It was just that part of the dog rewatch. I kind of cringe thinking about myself, how I was last year when I was like certain he was going to win the Oscar and then he didn't. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) He was the most critically awarded person. And then when the celebs vote, he loses it. Maybe he'll win soon. Does he have an upcoming movie? I don't even know. I don't think so. Hardly ever award anyone that's like under... 30 I feel like no yeah but not anymore anyway he used to have a category just for kids which I think yes. they should bring back I do too because yeah. they're neglecting good roles they are so we're on 11 then okay yeah I already talked about him last time but Paul Newman I've seen 14 I think the <laughs> the most recest was the silver chalice I think that's the only one that changed I watched that 
And I love that there was no more after. No, I was like, sorry, Paul, I'm not a fan anymore. <laughs> no, oh he was God. actually pretty good in that. I, no, definitely want to watch more of his movies this year. Is there one you got your eye on? I want to watch Slapshot because that was, okay. he said that was his favorite movie that he ever did. Nice. About like a hockey team. Oh my god, why does it have to be sports? So, I don't know. <laughs> Is he and playing hockey? Do you know? I think so. Oh my god. Kind of want to see like, for that. In his guilt era. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't know. I think I've seen most of the. Oh my god. I can't believe the one he did with Dermot. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that's top of the list. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch that ASAP. <laughs> did we know if they share scenes? Please tell me. Oh, I think they do. Yes. They better. I can't remember the plot, but I they definitely have to interact at some point. So. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, I think passing director. <laughs> the movie better be good though. Imagine if it's, it's not, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Five films again and it's Cary Grant. Oh nice. Classic, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. Our two boys. Paul and Carrie, perfectly placed together. Yes, our fave leading men. Our fave boys. Yeah. <laughs> but not favorite enough, I guess. They're like in the middle. I, I don't want to watch all of Carrie's films at once. I don't want to finish them all. I want to them as long as possible. Yeah. How many does he have? I've never looked, but probably a lot. Yeah. It looks like a lot. So I'm just going to do five every year. So he's like in the middle of my stats. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> no. Do you have a favorite? Oh, of what I watched this year? Yeah. I watched Suspicion, which I actually haven't got as one of my questions, but I'm so disappointed with it because it's him and Joan, who are my, my loves. Oh, yeah. And I watched Born to be Bad at the Cary Grant Festival. And that was Oh, yeah. Fun. But very nice to be in the room of like <laughs> Cary Grant lovers. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I like that you have that opportunity. And then was Destination Tokyo the last? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I've also ended it. So yeah. <laughs> we had so the same. It's brilliant. At least it wasn't half a star, like the Silver Chalice. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at least it wasn't the Silver Chalice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Can you imagine him in that though? Would he have made it better? Oh. I don't think the no. <laughs> yeah, no, not even like, Pierce. We are we're ripping into it, but like honestly, Paul Newman, bless him, he did really well with it. <laughs> he did, yeah. They gave him literally nothing to do, and it was his first movie, but he's pretty memorable and not in a bad way. No. You would have to have your great love for your God. You should be a priestess in your temple, a holy woman. Although I try to be a good Christian, I don't always succeed. How can one be better than you? Because I should be thinking of the joys of the next world. My mind, I'm afraid, is too much on this one. I mean, it might just be the really short Tobas, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could see that he was going to be a big star. Yes. And also, like, he was trying as well, I felt... Yeah, he wasn't like, oh, this is so stupid. He may yeah. have been thinking that in his head, but like, I that didn't come across. He didn't show it. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did we do a question really quick? Yeah. 
if we can, yeah, okay. yeah. what was the longest film that you watched and how long was it? The first thing that comes to my head is probably Elvis. Oh, yeah. Is that was about two and a half? Or 2.45 oh, or something? Oh. Oh. What did we watch? That was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> the Silver the Chalice. chalice. <laughs> That was, a, this, that was a good segue. Transition, like yeah. <laughs> it's got to be that, right? Oh, Nothing that yeah. helped me. No, not that I've watched this year. I've watched longer than yeah. that, but not this year. Yeah, no, I'm going with the silver Or, oh, wait, no, this was this year. I was going to say Dune, but oh, we watched that this oh, year. I didn't yeah. think you'd be that. Yeah, no, next year, when we do this, <laughs> next this time next year, I'll be like, ah, Dune. Duh. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> you won't watch anything longer than Dune. That felt like... Even longer than three hours oh, somehow. Went on for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like long movies then? Sometimes it works well having long films if they need it to be long. The film I always think of is A Brighter Summer Day and it's about, it's over four hours. And it's like a Taiwanese film and it's beautiful. It's one of the best ones I've ever watched. And even things that like Wolf of Wall Street's three hours and I think that's a perfect film. Shawshank. That's also a love. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> so like some when it, it works, but you just have to have the right film for it. Yeah, Things like the Silver Chalice, and then that June is. Oh yeah, like nothing it happens. Drags. You feel yeah. it drag. <laughs> what about you? What, what like? Because I know you don't really like them. No, I don't like them. I think no movie needs to be that long. Like yeah. any movie I've seen that's over, even two hours, like. It could easily have cut off half an hour. And I just think you have to put it in a way that you never, ever get bored. And I get bored, like, really easily. So maybe I'm just a harsh <laughs> critic, but <laughs> I just need stuff to be happening. No, I totally agree. I'm not good at sitting still, so I'm harder on those movies. I think anything less than two hours perfect for me. Beautiful. And I mean, old films, they used to be like 60 minutes. Yes. We need to bring that back. <laughs> bring that back. I once watched a, oh my God, awful, the silent film, Intolerance. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Like four hours long. It was the worst thing I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> that sounds really bad. I would never watch a DW Griffith. No, yeah. Only for the account, I would like to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not a fan. No. It's horrible. But yeah, what's your long yeah, I'm you? very intrigued. Okay, so mine is... Um, someone who doesn't like them. Yeah. <laughs> mine is an Elvis documentary oh. called Elvis Presley, The Searcher. And it is three and a half hours long. And I sat through the entire thing in one sitting. And it was like past midnight, I think, by the time my mom and I finished it. Oh, <laughs> God. Did. Well done for finishing <laughs> it. It wasn't really like that good, though. It was very surface level, like weirdly... The- <laughs> Were they like interviewing people? Yeah, but it was a lot of people that weren't relevant. It was a lot of famous singers. And my issue with a lot of recent documentaries is they'll just interview someone because they're famous or like because they have credibility with the subject. And I like, I don't care what Tom Petty has to say about Elvis because he didn't know Elvis. But I will say, it was one of the very first things I ever watched about Elvis, like even before the biopic. And so it was nice to already know a little bit beforehand. And then I could see like how accurate 
the performances and the costumes and stuff were. I mean, it was helpful, but it didn't need to be that long. So no. In that case, they should have just made like a docu series. Yeah, I thought I it filmed. was, but it's a full length film. So oh I... boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's too long. And it's like, I mean, you're all Elvis out. Like, yeah. Too much I, Elvis like, stuff. I don't like Elvis anymore. No. <laughs> I think I got more out of it afterwards, but I didn't know it at the time. And so it just didn't really feel worth it. Nice. Oh my God. Top 10. Here we go. Woo. This is a new one. This is a newbie. Okay. Because we watched a lot of his films recently. It's Dennis Hopper. <laughs> okay, so now here I'm going to talk about Catch Fire for another 10 minutes. Again, the third time. <laughs> Beautiful. You guys better watch this, I swear. We need someone to talk about this film. It's the best film ever. I wanted to have a renaissance because of us. Like, everyone's talking about it. Yeah. It, it gets put on the Criterion channel. <laughs> I just brought up his films as well, and I forgot uh-huh. he's in Apocalypse Now. It's so long. It's so long. And Dennis Hopper doesn't show up until the last act. Oh. He's quite cool in it, though, Anna. He's like a bit okay. of a hippie photographer, but he works for like Marlon Brando's character. So, yeah, you don't see him until the end. Interesting. So long okay. way to go until you see him. <laughs> so long. Yeah, no, rewatch Blue Velvet with you. And I really liked him in that as well. I didn't really follow him the first time I watched it. Got Rebel. Those films are nothing on Catchfire's level. <laughs> I don't know. I think Rebel might be the best. How he has no lines and he's still like amazing in it. <laughs> I recognize him from his eyes. I was like, Dennis. That's actually very good. Because he looks so different when he was young. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He really does. I knew that was him. I'm so you seen five? Five, yes. Okay, nice. So yeah, they have always tracks, which. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we see him in the nude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that I was, was insane. I'm trying to repress it. I'm not gonna lie. No I'm offense. like, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry I brought that up. <laughs> love him, love him, but it was traumatizing. Oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to see that. I can't in good faith pick Catch Fire. <laughs> Apocalypse Now is there. Okay, okay. <laughs> and also, I did like him. Also, Rebel, obviously, but he doesn't talk. I'm going with Apocalypse now, just because I actually really like this character. And you get to that bit and you're thinking like, oh God, you know, how long's left? And I like Lawrence Fishburne and I miss him and everything. And then, but then you see him, Dennis Hopper, and he's quite good. Okay. I mean, I wish I had words, you know? I wish I had words. I can tell you something like the other day, uh, he wanted to kill me. Something like that. Why do you want to kill you? (laughs) Because I took his picture. They said, if uh, you take my picture again, I'm going to kill you. That's a pretty interesting uh, variety, though. Yes, very odd. Yeah. And also, I feel like he's probably going to be on my directors. We're going to keep watching some more films. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, God, I just thought of Easy Rider. Oh, sorry, I didn't watch it this year, but that's like the best film ever made. I love that film. That's my favorite. <laughs> there was one movie I watched called Black Widow. It was not nothing to do with Marvel, but he was fourth build, so I thought he would have a lot of scenes, right? But he yeah. only had one. <laughs> and then he Did died. No. <laughs> Did you watch it for him? No. I thought it would be fun to see him in it. Like Yeah. But no, I didn't watch it for him. I was disappointed he died. 
he's doing a dermal. He's, yeah. he's taking it off his dead <laughs> Yeah, don't they always say like, Sean Bean dies in all his movies? They should also include Dermot in that list. He's being yeah. shunned. <laughs> or Matt Dillon. He does die in a lot of his films. He does. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> in all of his 80s movies, I, he dies in almost all of them. <laughs> I want to see that. I love poor him. man. Yeah. Who have you got? So, are we on Good. nine? With 16, I have Nicole Kidman. Well, I talked about last time, and I don't think I watched anything new. We rewatched Practical Magic. Oh, yes. In October, but yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> awful. I love her. Disappointed. I love her character, but I just, I hate the movie. Her hair. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I need to get back into her films, but I think my answer, whatever that was last time, is still the same. But she's one of those people that's just good in anything, so I appreciate that. She makes oh, it yeah. worth your while. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's never bad. No. Okay, nine. Nine? Nine, okay. This is also, that's be a quick one, because I definitely okay. spoke about him last time. But he's bumped up a film. Oh. So we're at five still, but I know he was at four last time. And it's <laughs> Mark Duplass. Oh, yeah. And you know what film bumped him up? It was Parkland. Oh, God. <laughs> when he was doing the prayer. Oh, my God. Of course it was. <laughs> Oh, I, that film! That film isn't oh. real. I don't think it was real. We just watched no, yeah. that. But yeah, love him, but yeah, it's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Who did he play in that? Was he like a secret? Yes, service? he was part of the. He was part of the. Uh, they were when they did the airport airplane bit in it, so he must be the secret service. Okay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus oh my Christ. god. <laughs> <laughs> Parkland is like on the same level of Scratch Fire. I think it's lower though, because it wasn't fun. <laughs> no, yeah, I cringe throughout it. Not yeah. fun <laughs> we should just title this episode like we talk about Catch Fire and some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is just Catch Fire. The title is Catch Fire. <laughs> oh my god. Favorite film ever. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We had a really good time recording this episode and we hope you all enjoyed it just as much listening. Make sure to join us next week where we'll be talking about the rest of our most watched actors as well as answering questions that we came up with and that we received from our followers. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at flick.loving.chick and 1001 films a day. Stay tuned for next week's episode and we hope you all are having a great week. This episode was co-hosted and edited by me, Audrey Cornell, and co-hosted by Louise Coleman. The music was written by Nia D'Amelio. Gone But Not Forgotten is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.